Love your doggies. The Greyhound Leader. RSN927. And go racing, poke the bear slow to begin, back near the tail to settle. Away fast there, Dinah Harper, grab the lead from Pants on fire around the first turn. There, poke the bear, he's got a bit of uh, work to do from there. He's last on the turn out of the straight and down the back, Pants on fire. Five lengths clear, Dinah Harper, then Dinah Oscar. Poke the bear's getting up on the inside rail, ten off the lead though. Followed then by Pinnerellen, then came Wide Eyed Ginger and Deringa turning for home. Pants on fire, the leader in second spot, Dinah Harper. Poke the bear flashing through, he'll get up! Pope the Bear from last has Pope got the a Bear play. winning at the Meadows on Saturday night in what had to be seen to be believed an absolutely ridiculous performance. As I say, good afternoon to you, Jason Adams. That was freakish. Yeah, good afternoon, Trent. That was just absolutely enormous. And look, for me, I was out at a party. I saw the results on the tab app and I saw that he won. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that's good. Good to see the good, the good dogs get up. Started watching the replay. And when he was probably 15 off the lead down the back, that's a rethink that I actually saw the result that he won. It was just a, an amazing run. If you haven't yet seen it, have a look. Race 8 at the Meadows last Saturday night. The replay has gone bananas on uh, all the social media forums. And as you mentioned, Trent, we're, we're halfway through December. And I think that's got to be one of the runs of the year. It was just a, a magical performance by such a champion greyhound. Well, you mentioned runs of the year. We had a contender last week, only uh, a bit over a week ago on the Saturday night with Aston Kometo winning the Ballarat Cup. And then Poke the Bear comes out and does that. Oh, it's just amazing. And both of them, like you speak about those runs they've put together in the last couple of weeks, but for a long period, especially Poke the Bear, he's done this all year, but I think none were bigger than, than what he did on Saturday night. And not only, like, he comes from last and you think, what a run. If they went 30 and 30, you'd be like, yeah, no problem. But they went 29-90. So to do what he did and still run fast time, it's just a credit to him. It was a phenomenal run. And look, he's just a dog who carries so much character, not only because he's got one of the best names in the business, but he's a beautiful looking dog and he's white and fawn and obviously as we've seen, his racing style as well he's a, certainly a, an attraction in terms of uh, the top line greyhounds around the country and uh, good to see him do what he did on Saturday night. We'll talk about the draft in a sec but just while we're on Poke the Bear, he steps out again on Thursday night, what a field this is Poke the Bear, Miss Splendor Miro which has drawn the check and will probably start favourite and hasten slowly yeah, it's a belter, and look, I say it all the time, from the Thursday meetings here at San and the Saturday night meetings at the Meadows, there's no better time than, than race number eight with a free-for-all pops up, and we're used to seeing good fields, but this is certainly um, something in excess of that. This is almost a group-class field. You see the locks of Oakvale Magic. You mentioned uh, Miss Splendor Miro, Degani, Hasten Slowly, uh, Alberto is in good form, and also Poker Bear, so it's a magnificent race, and Looking forward to that. It's race late this Thursday night at Sandown. Yeah, likewise, looking forward to that and the uh, Hobart 1000 as well, which we'll touch on shortly. First of all, though, uh, or next up is the National Greyhound Draft, the inaugural edition of the Greyhound Draft, held Sunday morning. You were part of the Sky 2 coverage. Talk us through it. Yeah, look, it was probably really rewarding to see it go as well as what it, as what it did. And, look, if you haven't been across the, the National Greyhound Draft, we launched it a few weeks back. And, look, it's been a bit of a rush getting it up, but... It was a great success. There was 30 um, pups, uh, 10 teams led by trainers, owners, and also media personnel, including a team for RSN. And the people at home who were watching the draft had the opportunity to buy in and be a part of uh, their chosen team. And we promoted it as an opportunity for not only people who are already in the industry to be a part of something really exciting, but mainly because uh, we wanted to grow the industry and its participation. So we've seen the all the names that are poured in with interest, and not many of them are familiar names. So that says to us it's a really good thing. We've got a lot of people who um, aren't already prominent in the sport, and especially new people as well getting involved. Of course, 
the show started off at uh, 10 o'clock on Sunday morning, and by probably quarter past 11, 11.30, all 200 shares were sold out. There was 20 shares after each, each of the 10 teams, and Look, as I said, it was really encouraging because a lot of work went into it and we've got the result we wanted. So people have been asking since, is there still any shares remaining? The short answer is no. You do have the option to join the waiting list at 2018draft.com.au. Of course, the, the first 20 who expressed their interest in each of the 10 teams um, have the access to the PDS document, which they got 72 hours signed. So... Um, there's still an option there for people not to not to convert with that, and people on the waiting list may get an opportunity. So if you're keen to, to suss it out, and if you weren't across how it all works, and it sounds pretty exciting, and you want to find out what happened, you can hit the 2018draft.com.au. Also the Facebook page as well, National Greyhound Draft. Gee, that's a very encouraging sign. Good to hear that news from Sunday. Let's go back to Saturday night at the Meadows, and while Poke the Bear was the star, Dinah Patty put in an awesome performance in her 600-metre uh, debut. Yeah, she was terrific, and look, not something that were any of us were surprised about. She started a dollar ten, but look, she went through a period probably between August and November where she was a little bit low on confidence. She won the maturity at the Meadows back in July, and then after that, she really struggled to pick up a win. So, I think it was probably inevitable that she step up to this distance, the middle distance trip, and. Look, she was very good. It was a confidence-boosting win. She broke the first split record. She took two one hundreds off that and went thirty-four, thirty-six overall, which isn't that's probably uh, seven lengths off the track record, but still a very good time. And look, she's got her confidence back. That's the main thing. And I think we will see her uh, race over this trip for quite a while now. We'll probably target uh, the rookie rebel, I guess you could say, in uh, at the Meadows in February, and even before that, the Maiden Memorial here in at Sandown in January. Okay, let's talk about the Group 1 Sale Cup. We had the heats run on Sunday, the final on Boxing Day. And for Robert Neoclius, he's got Neo, Cleo and Blackjack Neo in the final. You've got Juniper Pearl, this is John Dillon Memorial winner. It's going to be a terrific final in a couple of weeks. It's going to be a belt. And, of course, we saw three heats, each of them won by Mooney on corner, Don and Chancer. And also Neo Cleo is the fastest heat winner in 36 and 87. And we look towards the market. This is wide open. We see a lot of greyhounds here in single figures. Neo Cleo, as expected, has opened the favourite at $2.60. We've got a Chancer at $3.60. Uh, Blackjack Neo and Mooney on Corner equal at $5.50. Black Impala and also Juniper Pearl at $8. So a lot of greyhounds there in single figures. And if I was to lean towards one of them, I reckon I'd be picking out Black Impala. We've seen how good he has been since stepping up to this sort of staying trip. I think Neo Cleo should begin well as she does almost every start and, and head towards the fence. So that's going to give room to Black Impala. And this was an identical situation in the Hume Cup back in October when uh, Neo Cleo was drawn on the inside of Black Impala and also made the race for him. So I think Black Impala is probably the value there at around $8. And I can see that price probably drifting out towards the jump too. So, look, it is the only a Group 1 provincial race um, around Victoria, the Sale Cup. It's going to be a good one. And it's also a terrific night. Um, of course, it is on Boxing Day. Yeah, and there's some other feature finals on the uh, on the program as well? Yeah, there is. There's four big ones, and of course, one of them being the Group 1 Sale Cup. Outside of that, there's the uh, Gippsland Carnival launch over the 450, and that's in this sport together a good field. We've got big flooding dates and drawn well in box number one. Uh, fully loaded on his outside, of course, was explosive yet again on the weekend. Also, Donna Hunter and also Jezelenko, who you wouldn't see a better veteran uh, ever racing around. He's still flying. That's a ter- one, of the, one of the features... Uh, on Boxing Day, also the Summer Cup over the 520 metres, and we see some guns engaged in this one too, including Azkaban, who was massive in his heat on Saturday night and almost gave the track record a touch-up too. He wasn't far off that. 
Uh, he makes my brocade and also a blue sky right. And then the final uh, feature on Sale Cup night is the restricted win final. Uh, one to four wins. We've seen some smart youngsters on the rise. But no doubt, the Group 1 Sale Cup, the headline, as I said before, it's a terrific night out sale on uh, on Boxing Day night. If you're in the area, in the Gippsland area, um, certainly worth heading down. It's going to be a good one. The Group 1 Hobart 1000 final this Thursday. Orson Allen uh, flying the flag uh, with one other for the Vicks and a couple of the local stars, Pico Cannon, stop line in action as well. Yeah, awesome to see the local stars step up and really match it against some of the top-line sprinters in Australia. And, of course, we saw heats around last Thursday night. The final this Thursday. And your girl here, Trent, Pico Cannon, she's drawn very well in box number one. She's $2.50. In terms of the Victorian representation, you mentioned Orson Allen. We've also got Huxley. And if you talk about betting moves early in the week, Huxley's, Huxley's been $12 into $5. So a bit of a move uh, early on. He's drawn box number seven, Orson Allen in box number eight. Uh, and also Stopline, who's at $6. He's also one of those most prominent uh, Tasmanian sprinters. And Despacito, we know him pretty well. He's $7.50 into $4.20. Of course, he's spent a lot of his career... Uh, racing here in Victoria, now down in Tasmania. But, uh, Trent, what do you reckon? Pico can draw him well. Can you do the job? Yeah, I've got a stick fat. I've been with her all the way through. So uh, let's let's see her get the group one on uh, Thursday night. Let's talk about the Laurels on Sunday. We had the heats of the semifinals slated to be run. We got the first one out of the way, and Shimmer Breeze was outstanding for the second week in a row. Then, unfortunately, the storm swept in, and we lost the rest of the meeting. Yeah, look, it's a, a really unfortunate situation, this one. There was a period of probably 15 minutes where we copped the a truckload of rain, and it wasn't just a, a, a lengthy shower. It absolutely pelted down. And we even lost Fox Cricket and Sky Racing, which is never a good thing. I'm sure we'd all agree about that. <laughs> but the staff here, they did a top job. They did their best to, to get the track back down. But as long as that took, the next problem that arose was the length of time that the Greyhounds were kept in the kennel. So the stewards decided to abandon the meeting, which... Uh, they probably had reasons to do so, but it was obviously a decision that had massive implications. With one semi-final, the Laurels ran, two of them to come. Um, you mentioned Shimmer Breeze was so impressive in that first one. So it was very unfortunate because those final two semi-finals, a ballot had to take place in terms of which ones were pulled out of there to take their spot in the Laurels final. And look, it's a real shame. And whether we like it or not, the final this Friday, is Thursday night, I should say, is going to have an asterisk next to it because you've got the likes of Black Opium who were engaged uh, in those races that were abandoned, who probably would have won, you'd, you'd have to expect, and uh, she's not lining up in the Laurels final. So it's unfortunate, but in the end of the day, we've got the final that we've got, and it's still a pretty good one. We've got Offit Imitator drawn box number one. Well drawn, that's for sure. She's the favourite at $2. Shimmer Breeze, who uh, won that only semi-final that was ran on Sunday, she's at $2.80, and also sweet as them. It's probably drawn a bit awkwardly, uh, given the way she gets away, but we know she's so, so strong. So the group two Laurels final... Uh, this Thursday night, probably not the field that we expected. Um, but, yeah, can't do much about Mother Nature. They've got the better of us on Sunday. And we finish up with the Group 1 Silver Chief Heats this Saturday. No fields out as yet, but you've got a list of some of the noms? Absolutely, yeah. There's already about 60 nominations that have uh, come in. Of course, they close tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock and a long list of already proven stars engaged, probably headed by Aston Cometa, of course. is probably one of the the hottest prospects in greyhound racing at the moment, and he's still looking to shake that tag as a one-turn specialist. So he returns to the Meadows over the two-turn track. Um, hopefully he can take the next step in his career. Outside of him, we see Baruga Brett, that has put a great couple of months under his belt. Blue striker at Charging Yala, who's a young star, who's already looked like he's had about 30 starts under his belt. Um, Deliver, already Group 1 winner, and also got some wheels. Of course, broke the Horsham track record 
a couple of weeks ago. And I know Graham James has a big opinion of what that greyhound has to offer. So that's the, the current norms in terms of the Silver Chief this Saturday night. As I said, nominations close at 9am tomorrow and field should be out a couple of hours after that. Outstanding work as always. Jace, good to catch up, mate. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Trenna.